Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guest we have today. Let's get started. Aura. Yes, ma'am. Are you ready to do a podcast? I'm, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to do it. I really am. Well, welcome everybody to the Osage in It podcast here in Osage County. We're sitting down here at Joey Lee's Hat Bar in Osage Outfitters in Pahuska. And I have Mr. Aura Brown here with me. He is legendary in this country. Hello, hello. Oh, man. Thanks for joining me today. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me. a good time. Oh, I believe so. Now, the last time we visited... I was in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. We were doing our talking on the phone. Oh, gosh. That was a while ago. Yeah. Actually, it was last January. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's when the, kind of when the journey started. Well, almost almost when the journey started. Yeah. So. Well, I'm blessed that you're here today. A lot's been going on in your life since sure. last January. Sure. So, to start off with Aura, um, tell everybody out there just a little bit about who's Aura Brown? Um, Tell them a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah. Like, were you uh, raised here? Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm. Uh, my name is Ora Brown. You know, I was, uh, I was was born in Pahuska, Oklahoma, to Cora Brown, my father. Ora Brown. He's from Sedan, um, little town north of here. Uh, my mom, she's from Pahuska originally. My dad was a cowboy. My mom, she was, you know, she was a pastor. She worked for Phillips Petroleum. She was a secretary there. Um, you know, I was really kind of raised by my mom and my grandmother. You know, my dad passed away when I was six years old. I was a young kid. Uh, so I never really got to, you know, be around a lot of the cowboy in life. It was more wrapped up in, um, you know, church life and stuff like that, hanging out with my sisters and stuff. But, uh, you know, as I got older, you know, I kept telling my mom I wanted to be a cowboy. And, you know, she never did want me to be one, you know, because, you, know you know how cowboys get a little wild sometimes. But, uh, you know, uh, so... After that, I kind of used to sneak off and go cowboy my own self um, without her really knowing. And then once she found out, as long as I wasn't hanging out with cowboys, I was okay. As long as I was doing it on my own, she would let me be cowboy on my own. So I'd, I remember I used to ride through pastures and stuff and dream I was like way out west on like big outfits and stuff like that. So um, I don't know. It's, it's slowly, little by little, it just kind of all started falling together, you know. I guess the more you do it, the more you chase something, you know, it's, you know, people talk about like manifestation and stuff. Um, you know, I don't think manifestation is like, you know, if you think of it, it'll just happen. You know, I, I think of it, I see manifestation as in the sense of like when you put your mind to something and you focus on that, uh, you start naturally taking action towards it because it's something that you want. And so all of a sudden you'll start recognizing the opportunities that pop up for that dream or that one or that ambition or whatever it is. And, you know, and if you want it bad enough, you just take it and then slowly it just manifests into, you know, the dream that you've been dreaming forever. So, Well, now, if you can't tell already, uh, Aura Brown is just a little bit philosophical. <laughs> He's a thinker. And I'm telling you what, I like a good thinker who's not afraid to speak his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were saying that about manifestations and things like that, the word that was popping up in my mind might be a word that your mama would have even spoken over you, and it was destiny. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was talking with my daughters about cowboying, and, you know, anybody can learn it. Mm-hmm. Most oh, yeah. guys can do it, yes, no. but there are some that are just born just to born it. born to do and it. And you can tell the difference, and, and you're one of them. I appreciate that. I, I enjoy it. I, I've always enjoyed it forever. I mean, uh, 
you know, since I was a little kid, you know, we didn't watch very much TV, you know, um, growing up, it was, you know, my mom, she didn't really believe in letting you watch too much stuff. There's so much stuff on TV, you know, mm-hmm. and so we went to the library a lot and we read a lot of books. And I, heck, I bet I probably read every book in the Bartersville library, like <laughs> every, every Western book anyways, that is, you know, I went back through Western history and all the Louis L'Amour books, the Will James books, like it's, um, they were just big, big influences in my life. And it was always about the Southwest and like the big, like rough desert country. And, you know, you're, you know, you're trotting across there, you know, prowling cattle and stuff. And like it, I don't know, that was just always a big, huge dream of mine was to do that and to be able to get out on those outfits and just enjoy life. It was to, to me, life was more about having adventures in life rather than just being I guess you like, you know, some people want to say rich, but I mean, I, there's different versions of rich to me, you know, like, uh, you know, if, if money's your thing of being rich, that's your thing. I, you know, I kind of see is being, for me, it's being rich is being free. And when I mean free, I mean it in the sense of, you know, you don't have any debt or you don't have very much debt or, you, you know, you, or you can, or, and you just have the freedom. You have really nothing holding you back. If you want to take a trip, you take a trip. If you want to pack up and move to, wherever and go see something you pack up and move to go see something it's just it's just a freedom it's like a kind of like a gypsy lifestyle i guess you know yeah. and that's what cowboys are they're just i don't know just free-ranging gypsies most of us were you know so well last time we talked on the phone you were telling me that working in ranches in texas and arizona kind of gypsying mm-hmm. around that was that was your word yes ma'am yeah. yes ma'am it was a uh, that was a blessing in itself that that was like achieving the greatest dream you know because i from like i said from reading all the books growing up that was like a huge deal for me to be able to go out there uh, out west uh, and just you know just punch cows just punch cows for a living well it suits you yes ma'am yes, but ma'am, here lately you've kind of been doing a little something different along the cowboy in line kind of going a little bit towards the movie industry a little bit stuntman mm-hmm. stuff can you tell me a little bit about that well um about two years ago is 2021 so about two years ago almost um, I was managing a cow-calf operation, and uh, a guy called me one day. It actually hit me up on Facebook, and he had, he asked me if I if I wanted to work horses on a movie set, and I was like, sure deal, why not? You know, something different. I was kind of getting I was getting burnt out with cowboying, but in the sense of not the life, but the actual. It became a job, like it used to be just. We were, like I said, you were free. You were wild and running free. You didn't have nobody holding you down. You did. It was. It was nothing like that, you know. Um, but after taking care of a place, you know, I, like I said, I'd been there five years, and it was just like you know, you saw the same cattle in the same country and all that. Um, you know, the people I worked for treated me like family. I love them. Still love them to this day. You know, they were great folks. But um, it was something within me. Like I, I was just. I just. I guess I just have like a gypsy soul, you know. I just I get bored after staying somewhere for so so long, okay. you know. Adventure calls. Yeah, yeah, adventure calls. Pretty much, that's what it is. And it's just uh, so no, it was nothing against them or anything. It was just I, it was just time for me to try something new. Like I wanted to, I, I needed an adventure, mm-hmm. is what it was. And uh, so I took the job. I took the job. I took care of horses down in Georgia um, on a movie on a television show that we did down there as a TV series. Um, and so. Whenever I got done with that, I, well, apparently on that show, I met the stunt coordinator, and he offered me a job um, doing uh, stunt work on a Western movie in New Mexico. So I, t- so I went from being a wrangler, taking care of the horses, to being a stunt man doing stunts. So in that type of stunt work, 
are you talking about just being able to be the guy who's busting through there on a horse with you know skill or did you have to do anything that was like dangerous um well i mean consider what you consider dangerous i mean most of it most of it's not really uh you know there was just a couple of things that you know going through windows stuff like that you know typical stuff but there were, I, I didn't have to do those i was more of like a stunt rider and so we would do scenes where um you know we get shot off horses or um you know we'd have to move around in like a fight scene on a horse or you know run across the pasture chasing somebody or something like that so um it was those kind of scenes like that is what they normally had us for because um you know you didn't see a lot of you don't see a lot of black guys that ride horses, I guess. Is that what they keep telling me, anyways? <laughs> you know, so um, so it was that was kind of my job was to do that, was just to do a lot of. And there was more of us. It wasn't just me. It was more more guys that were out there, and they could ride. They roped and did you know they rodeoed and stuff. But uh, um, but we were all like the stunt team, the horse riding team of it of the movie. It was it was a great time. I loved it, loved it, still love it. So. Well, now, I think you told me when we talked before about being in the military, and did mm-hmm. you tell me you jumped out of helicopters? I did that? jump out of helicopters. Um, I have repelled out of helicopters. I used to jump out of planes. I was in the 82nd Airborne Division. Um, I was there for three years, three and a half years, and um, I was in the Army total about seven and a half, seven to seven and a half, I think. And... Uh, I did three of those, three and a half of those in the 82nd Airborne Division. And during training and stuff like that, we would periodically do, you know, jumps out of planes or we'd jump out of the back of helicopters. Or, um, or re- And then when I went to air assault school, you know, I had to um, re- repel out of helicopters and stuff like that. Well, I just put that together with, like, getting shot off a horse. You know, yeah, like, well, yeah. if you've repelled out of a helicopter before, yeah, I mean, you probably just, get it, shot off a horse all right. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I, I seem to like adventure. Um you know, it, it, I get bored very quickly. So bored very quickly. <laughs> I do. I get bored very quickly. So. Well, I always enjoy your posts on social media. And mm-hmm. for those of you out there, if you're not following Aura, you need to. He's like yes. the classy hippie follow cow me. puncher. Follow me. The, the, the classy hippie cow puncher, man. Yeah. Follow me, for sure. But let's talk for a second. You know, I know you're a man of values. And like I said, sort of a philosopher. Uh, roots, Aura. Roots. roots. People's roots. How important are they to you? You know... Other people's roots or my roots? Your roots, your roots in your life. <laughs> you know, um, roots are, you know, I think roots are a great thing uh, in the sense of, you know, they give you your foundation. They give you that holding, you know, stuff to build off of. Um, you know, growing up, um, my roots were grounded in, you know, you know, religion and... Because your mom um, was a preacher. And my mother, my grandmother was too, you know. And so um, it was really rooted in religion, hard work. Um, honesty, um, being respectable, manners, you know, stuff like that. And so that's where that's where my roots really started from. Um, and as I've gotten older, I think I've had to do my own personal, personal work with myself um, when it came to, you know, what I wanted to believe in religion or what I wanted to believe in in certain aspects of things that I'd been that I'd been taught growing up, you know, as a child. But I think I think roots are our main thing, but you know, I don't think you're held by your roots. Amen. That's you know, good. That's you're not you're not you're not you're not held by your roots. I think you're because it's like because just because that's what your parents taught you doesn't mean even they were right. Because that might have just been what they were taught. You know, so they're just passing down the they might pass down garbage, so they might pass down <laughs> the same garbage down to you and you know, but so if you hold on to that stuff, by holding on to that stuff you you, you never really 
become your true self. You know, for me, like, okay, for, you know, if we're, I mean, it's a podcast, let's be real about it. Like, whenever I was, uh, when I first, when I first was starting to do the movie stuff, like, it was something that I really, really wanted to do, but I was terrified to do it because I was, I was afraid of what the cowboy community would say about me. Mm-hmm. You know, voices in our mm-hmm. heads, uh-huh. because for years, you know, and I don't know if, how much you want to talk about that, but even being a black cowboy, you know, um, you know, you had you you. Well, I think it's after you had to work. You know? Yeah. you know, you have to work because like everywhere I've ever been, any ranch I've ever been on, I was only black cowboy there, and it's not particularly anybody was racist to me or nothing. I've never really experienced racism, you know. And there's a lot of black folk that go on about how they do experience, but me personally, I've never really experienced. I I think people judge you off who you are, especially cowboys. They Come judge on. you off the, off the type of person you are rather than what color you are. Uh, and that's what we ought to do. Yeah, that's what everybody should do. But for me, I never really experienced it, so. It was kind of, I don't know how I was even about to go with that, but it was, it was for me, whenever I started Cowboy, it's like I tried so hard to, to fit in that, like, I finally felt like I'd made it. Like, I finally felt like I was considered a pretty decent hand, yeah. you know, uh, by, by my peers. Right. And so for me to step out of it to go do something else, it was like, Oh man, you tried this long to be this good at what you do, and you became really good and at well it. Respected yeah, at and, and well respected at yeah. it, exactly. And then to to move on to something else, and to you know, it it really scared the crap out of me. You know, it was like I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know if I should actually do this. And, you know, I talked to my wife about it, and she's like, well, you know, what do you think? You know, I was like, what do you think I should do? You know, and she's like, why wouldn't you? She's like, you're you know, you're burned out doing this. She's like. She's like, you can still day work in cowboy and do this. She's like, but just go, just go do, go do what you want to do. She's like, your friends are going to be your friends. And so she said, the ones that aren't, you know, if they disrupt your peace, just let them go. So Sounds it's like, like a good ah, she's she's a genius. Like I'm telling you, she really is. She's a she's a holistic therapist, is what she does. So um, she's been doing that for I don't know, five or six years now, I think seven years. Wow, oh, pretty long, pretty long. So, but. uh Without her, you know, she's she's changed my mindset a lot. You know, it's it's gained me a lot of confidence in myself. Uh, you know, because a lot of people, you know, I'm a very talkative person, very outgoing person, but you know, I, I've always been very insecure. You know, it was, I, you know, I don't you know come what? off. I, I I never came off like I that. Think but we all are. I think in everybody. Our own is. Minds, mm-hmm. and, you know, we just have to battle. Yeah, that. you just battle it. You do. You battle it. You know, and and the thing is, is once you start believing that you're better. And actually truly start believing in yourself and believing that you're better is when you actually start to accomplish your dreams and those, those, that, that greatness that you have. Because everybody has greatness yeah. inside them. Yeah. It's, it's, if you want to, it's if you want to partake in it or not, you know. Because if you don't, then, you know, then you just become a mediocre person just living just a mediocre life. Safe, you know? planet safe. Safe, yeah. 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 You, don't, you don't get nowhere playing it safe. So. Well, I love some of the things you say because you are like this voice of encouragement out there. You're, you're speaking life whenever you're talking, and like this, uh, be epic. Be you epic. Know, tell me, yes, ma'am. it's uh, so, it I don't from? know. Just kind of, I don't know. I just, I've always said it. You know, it's something I tell myself every morning. Um, every morning when I get up in the morning, I, you know, before I'm getting dressed, or you know, when I tell my son whenever he's going to daycare, I was like, hey, be loving light. I was like, go be epic. Go be epic today. Somebody hit me up the other day on Snapchat. And was like, gosh, why can't why can't today be, uh, or something like it was a Monday. And it was like, oh man, I wish Monday was over. And I was like, well, you know, if 
<laughs> Monday's just a mindset because tomorrow could be even worse than Monday was. So you could be so tomorrow you could be hating tomorrow too. So I said, why don't you just wake up and every day's Friday? She said, oh, oh no, they say is it Friday yet? And I was like, why don't you just make every day Friday? Every morning, every day's Friday for you. Like, just give make every day Friday. Well, and you know, I, I agree with what you're saying there on that that mindset because to me, gratitude's what fuels for sure. a good attitude. For sure. And if you can come at life from that, you it's know, all about energies, man. Like, it's all about the energies of stuff. Like, you know, like if you meet somebody, like when me and you met, like your energy's like, like it's real, it's high. You have high energy. It's, it's great. It's like we meet each other and we're like, since we said, like, oh my gosh, how you doing? Oh my god, you know. <laughs> Like the energy, and then you you know you meet somebody, and you can tell like when they're like a Debbie Downer type person, yeah, and you're like, ah, that's gonna disrupt my peace. I don't really, <laughs> I really don't know if I want to go talk to them right now, you know. And it's so it's like so you, you know people recognize energies, and that stuff's real. Like I don't care what nobody says, that stuff is real. Uh, well, I'm sure our listeners out there, I, oh, sorry, I yeah. love it when sorry, Arm sorry, goes yeah. off like this yeah. because I, I just see no. his mama in the background. You know, it's like if you got a preach, if you no, got a like, mama, <laughs> you're gonna have a preaching kid. Uh, Oh gosh. And it's like, I, my mom's probably like, shut <laughs> up. She's probably like looking down on me like, shut <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> no, it's good because you know why it's good, Aura? Because it's passion. It is it's passion. passionate. You know, That's what I, love. Um, I don't believe in half-heartedly going through life. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, go passionately. Um, it's important to uh, make sure you're headed in the right direction mm-hmm. before you. But even you know, if you spur it, I mean, but, but even if you wreck, I mean, but, it just you know, keep on rolling. <laughs> but one thing that I can uh, relate to in what you were saying is, mm-hmm. I've always said to myself, you find exactly what you're looking for, and it's like, so why not look for the good? For sure. Because it doesn't, it doesn't take something prophetic to find the bad. Always. You pick the bad. Mm-hmm. Out oh oh man. It. But you know what? You want to be prophetic. Look for the good mm-hmm. and go searching for that and then yep. call it out in other people and I think that's what you yep. do yeah I, I mean I always just try to look for the good in people I, I, I've always been I've always been that type of person that even if I met, met somebody you know you know you meet somebody and they're like oh man I don't know about him he's kind of you know whatever whatever and you're like oh shoot let's go meet him you know because <laughs> there's always good and there's always you know because there's always good in people man it's just I just believe a lot of people are, a lot of people go through a lot of trauma they go through a lot of trauma and they go through a lot of insecurities like you know, and like I always say, there's another thing I always say: hurt people, hurt people, and, heal, mm, and yeah, hurt people, powerful. hurt people, hurt people, and heal people, heal people. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's just real talk. That's it's true. like, right there. you know, it's like, you know, somebody rolls up on you and they're speaking nasty and dirty to you, or just, they're just being like mean. You know, like here's my. And this is kind of what I imagine. Like when I first started looking at my different views on religion, like or what I wanted to believe in myself to bring myself peace within myself, was like when I thought about like Jesus. You know, he came out, and it was like, you know, whenever, like, you know, people would, you know, people would do him wrong or say, you know, try to, when they killed him and stuff like that, he was like, no, no, forgive him for they, they, they know not what they do. It's like, because hurt people hurt people, and he understood it. He under, like, because he was, he was, he was love in human form, is what Jesus was. It was, he was love in human form. And so it's like, it's like, he's just sitting there going through all these motions, and it's, and it's, and it's so easy to forgive somebody, like, when you think of it like that. When you think of somebody else hurting like that, like it's it's nothing to, to to feel to feel that hurt for them. So then you can actually have sympathy for them. You can actually have love for them, you know. And that way, whatever they're saying really doesn't matter, anyways. In the yeah. end, right. so I know that you kind of mentor mm-hmm. and have a heart to mentor young men. So you know, there's a lot going on in America today, all kinds mm. of different stuff. So what is the best encouragement that Aura Brown would give a young man growing up in America today? Ooh. Man to man. Boys, be yourselves. 
be yourselves. I mean, you know, that, and that's just just quick, simple. Like, I mean, we could spend all day on that. But, uh, you know, man, I mean, when I say be yourself, I mean be yourself. 100% authentically yourself. I don't care what your parents say. I don't care what your wife says, your girlfriend, your partner, whatever you want to call them, your friends. I, I don't care. Like, because at the end of the day, when you go home at night and you look at yourself in the mirror, that's the person you have to make happy at the end of the day. You don't have to make any of those people happy at the end of the day because none of them really matter in the, in the end. In the end of it, when it all boils down to it, you know, if, if, you, can't, if you can't make your own self happy, how are you going to make anybody else happy? So, um, so chase your dream. Chase your dream. Love what you do every day. And uh, just strive to be better every day. Strive to be better than you were yesterday. And I, and I, that's what I still strive to do. I mean, because I'm not nowhere near perfect by no means. And nobody ever will be because um, we're not built like that. But, um, but I just strive to, strive to be at peace with myself every day and strive to be proud of myself every day. So, 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 so make yourself proud. Like, okay. Yeah. Just make yourself Good advice. proud. I hope they're listening out there. Me too. I hope so. All right. <laughs> well, okay. Now we're going we're gonna to jump tracks jump here. jump we're going to talk about your sense of style and fashion Ooh. Woo. Ooh. now we're getting, getting into my realm now yeah so come on Aura. Uh, okay i was out at lee sellers the mm-hmm. other day uh filming uh joey had made it possible for me to come out there and get some footage and everything ah, and the big dog taylor white and some of the cowgirls yeah, in the yeah. county were out Ooh, there that's what i'm talking about yeah and they're just amazing and your name came up and people were you know aura brown is so classy he shows up out here in like you know a sharp jacket and a tie <laughs> and his hat where'd you get that sense of style and kind of what's that all about oh man it, i don't know I've, you know my mom had always taught me growing up wait because i want to say this okay. because you said hey i wanted to kind of prove myself and make a hand and, and mm-hmm. get that self-respect there in the pens and sort of blend in but aura you stand out yeah <laughs> I, so. know. I know i know and i and i've always have i don't know why uh i'm never like i always wanted stuff other people didn't have like i wanted to ha- i wanted to wear the crazy stuff or you know like you know like i said like for the most part be you and i've been doing it for so long but it's like but even at that point, like, I never really fully was myself because I was still always kind of worried about what, you know, my friends would think or what people would think. And I think, it's, I think it's just something as you get older, you just quit giving a crap as you get older, you know. And so you just become more authentically you. And, uh, you know, so growing up, my mom had always told me, you know, when you look good, you feel good. So, you know, and, and I've always, I remember, I remember, I was actually talking to my wife about this the other day. Um, I've always wanted to be a model and that kind of stuff growing up and uh, maybe do some commercials act a little bit or something you know but when we were young before school started we used to do fashion shows you know because we had a lot, had a lot of siblings so we'd like we go get all our school clothes and then you'd pick out your best outfits and we'd be upstairs like we're putting them together and we're like ironing them and all this stuff and then we'd have a big uh, fashion show in the living room like every 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 year before we went we'd start school we'd always have one and uh, I think that was where Part of my love for clothes came from. My mom was always a pretty fashionable woman anyway. She liked to dress nice too, but um, but I think that's kind of where it, my first love for clothes always kind of came from. And, uh, well, you've got your own sense of style. What? It makes me think, um, I, I put a little post out yesterday mm-hmm. about the article I wrote on the Be Monthly magazine uh-huh. about you. And Jay Adcock, you know, the rawhide mm-hmm. oh, man yeah. here in the county, he oh, yeah. shared it and he put great role model. 
and you know today kids don't seem to understand that when you when you dress nice you feel nice mm-hmm. and there's a certain way to present yourself yeah, and no. you always come with your game on you know it's like I'm ready I'm here and it's like you, you add a sense of professionalism to what you do you know I, the way you carry yourself like I try to it's it's like it's because it's more for me it's like I don't know like I said when I like to, when I feel good it's it's I feel confident in myself and I think you know like I said before I'd always kind of had that kind of insecurity in myself for years um, growing up and then as I've gotten older, I've, you know, I've become more confident in myself and my abilities and all that kind of stuff. And it's uh, it's just kind of got to that point that it's just like you know what, like this is me, like you know, because I mean, because I, I mean, because I dressed like a cowpuncher for years, you know, I wore the hat the shape the same as everybody and wore the clothes the same as everybody, you know, I did that for years. And then, um, but I've always, like I said, I always had this other side of me. It was more of like a like I love that gentleman style. I love that old like English British mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Bridgerton. I guess everybody's watching nowadays. You know, like that kind of stuff. You know, like I I dig that kind of style. Like um, when you pull it off, it's like authentic. And so I just like kind of so I kind of combine cowboy with old English mm-hmm. style. You know, like an old so English. It's working for you. Like you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of what I like. And uh, I was I'm a real big. Like, you know, Tom Mix fan, like, because he used to wear the suits and, like, the hat, the big tall hats, and uh, Will James, he wore the big tall crowns, and, um, you know, and he was a, he was was a cowboy, but he was also, you know, an artist and stuff like that, but he was, it was, it was a real deal, so it was like, I wanted to, I wanted to be the real deal, but I wanted to be, but I found out as I gotten older, like, I can be, I can still be a cowpuncher and be, and still love to do that the things that I really like to do mm-hmm. because I always thought growing up that if you punch cows like that was all you could do if you did anything else you weren't real you know like yeah, yeah no you're not real if you're if you're not just punching cows all the time you know and uh, as I've gotten older it's uh you know and you know I still have episodes where I still deal with it and stuff but it's gotten a lot easier it's just like this is me if you don't like me I guess you don't like me it is what it is so like I said if it it don't disrupt my peace, and <laughs> I just kind of try to keep it all, well, keep it all in line. We're sitting here in Osage Outfitters at the Hat Bar. And mm-hmm. I hit Joey up before we started this interview, and uh, Mr. Lee, he's going to pick out a hat for me here in a minute. Oh and yeah, if he does would would you uh, collaborate with Joey on the shape for of sure. it? I want to have an aura sure. brown shaped felt. Some of, that old, hat some of that old Spurbots collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we're going to do that here in just a minute. But before we do, hey, yes, Laura, ma'am. since this is tourism, we're talking a little bit about Osage County, too. Give your best pitch for why people need to come visit Osage oh, County. Oh, you know, you know, I've been all over the United States. I've been all over the United States, you know, uh, military, you know, uh, college, cowboying, all of it, mi- uh, movie stuff. Uh, but there's no place like Osage County. There's no place. There really isn't. I mean, you know, I, br- I brag. I brag on home so much. Like everywhere I go, like you know, and uh, just, I just, it's just a small community of good people mm-hmm. and good life. Everybody's, nobody's. Like I said, I've lived here my whole life. Never had any judgment or racism or no- nothing. And it's just, just the most laid back people. Just good, good people. Good Americans. It's like, a good I guess you, piece of America. Yeah, it is it's a good piece of America. Like you said, Kelly, you got all them pretty words. I, <laughs> But it is. But y'all need to come to God's country. There you sure. go. Come need on. To come to God's country. Well, Aura, thank you so yes, much for thank joining me today on Osage so and It. I've been yes, blessed ma'am. to have you. 
This is Kelly Bland fixing to sign off. Y'all come see us in Osage County. When you do, be sure and stop in Osage Outfitters on Cahica Ave in Pahuska. Say hey to Joey and he can fix you up with an Or Brown style hat too. Check us out online at visittheosage.com or download our handy dandy Visit the Osage app. We hope to see you soon somewhere in the county where the smiles are always free. Thank you, Or. That's good. You're good. Y'all are fun. Thanks, Joey. Heck yeah.